Welcome to the Eastern Insider Podcast. I'm Kyler Ludlow. And I'm Alex Jewell. You may be thinking, that's a new voice. It sure is. Alex Jewell is a graduate assistant for Athletic Media Relations, but he's been here for a while. A four-year equipment vet and a graduate of Eastern Michigan. Alex, uh, welcome aboard to the podcast, man. Thank you so much, Kyler. It's great to be here and be able to share some exciting news about Eastern Michigan Athletics. Alex Jewell bleeds green more deeply than any person I've ever met. His equipment days have certainly led, uh, we're just fortunate to steal you away from them, so happy to have you. I'm happy to be here as well, and the more I'm doing stuff like this, the less I'm doing laundry nowadays, so it's really uh, it's really a great honor to be here, and I appreciate it. Well, we look right ahead after we now meet the illustrious Alex Jewell to what's ahead. Soccer went 1-0-1 this weekend, beating Detroit Mercy, and they're back in action this week, traveling to the state capitol on Thursday to take on Michigan State. That's a 7 p.m. start time in East Lansing. And then on the road at Louisville, playing at 7 o'clock. That's on Sunday night, but it's uh, it's going to be available to watch online. You could also travel down to Louisville, maybe with a little bit of that uh, holiday weekend. Get a trip down uh, to the Bluegrass State and check things out. On the court for the first time in 2019 is volleyball. They're at the Utah State Tournament, so a little bit harder to maybe get out to watch them, but they will have all matches streamed online. They play Utah State and Southern Utah on Friday and take on Xavier on Saturday. Now, I'll hear a little more local on Friday. The Michigan Open will be the first chance to see the men's cross-country team in action. That's in Dexter, so pretty nearby. I hope you can make it out. And, of course, what we've brought Alex on for, the Coastal Carolina game on Saturday, a big football matchup as it's the first one of the campaign. And Alex, you'll be traveling down there. What are you looking forward to? Well, Kyler, I'm, I'm really excited to see the team uh, get their 2019 season underway. As you well know, the last uh, three years have been some of the best here in EMU football history, coming off of two bowl games in the last three years, two Power 5 wins in a row, and we'll get to see some great action against an up-and-coming Coastal Carolina team. So really excited to see Coach Creighton in his sixth year lead the Eagles towards what will hopefully be the first MAC championship since 1987. Now, if you think, man, that Alex certainly seems like he knows a lot about Eastern Michigan football. If you've been paying attention to emueagles.com over the summer, you have been reading about once a week the all-decade team. And Alex was instrumental in putting that together. Alex, what was maybe the biggest takeaway that you have from that project that did take you almost all summer to really complete? It was definitely a great project to get to jump into and to really focus and and learn about some of the greatest players that we've ever had here to don the green and white. And one thing I would say as a takeaway is just that sometimes the records are what people see most and some of the best skill players get lost in that. But really, Eastern Michigan has had a fantastic group of players throughout many years and we're very lucky to have some of the alumni we do. And those people have really paved the way for what has come and what is to come in the future. So it was a very gratifying project and something I was really proud to work on. So if you have hate mail, send it to Alex Jewell. You can find his email on the website. That game on Saturday at Coastal Carolina starting at 3.30. Hopefully the weather holds out for us so we can catch a, a nice game on the surf turf. That's all we got to start this podcast out. We'll hear from Coach Creighton during today's show as well as head coach Darcy Dorton from the volleyball team and, of course, Peanuts Gallery. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. The 2019 season kicks off on Saturday afternoon in Conway, South Carolina. 
as the Eagles get ready for their 128th season on the gridiron. Join alongside head coach Chris Creighton as you wrap up uh, fall camp and transition into to game week number one. How has year number six been different than maybe some of the other years you've had here leading up to the start of a season? Uh, I think, you know, the obvious big difference is, is that we just moved into a brand new 20 plus million dollar end zone facility been out the guys have been in the visitors locker room in the you know basement of the stadium this last year as you know we took down the old team building the locker room there um, in this end zone uh, essentially a little over a year ago Um, and we got to move in you know for camp into a beautiful new locker room players lounge all of the team meeting rooms our team room our coaches offices the weight room the sports medicine I mean it's just it's all right here and it's phenomenal and so I think that's probably the biggest difference in terms of camp. You know, we we didn't surprise them and go to a, a Lions game. You know, we didn't go down to Ohio Athletes in Action for four days. You know, the thing this year was, gosh, we're moving into our new home. Um, and so that's been uh, probably the, uh, the thing that's been different than the other camps. Is it still surreal at moments knowing some of the obstacles that took to get this building up? Some, of course, the naysayers that said, oh, Eastern – may or may not ever build something and now to know less than a year later from demolition you're actually sitting in your office right now it's unbelievable it, it really is it's um i believe it because we've believed that that it could and would happen but it's also uh to answer your question yes i mean i do pinch myself um, almost daily i really do because it's not finished yet right so it's i mean every day there's okay there's that other piece and it's just the you know, it's putting sod down outside. It's the finishing touches on getting the TVs to work um, and, and all the graphics up. But it's not completely finished. But so every day is still, you know, there's another piece to the puzzle that's that's finishing. And um, it is it is absolutely fantastic. And we're, we're so grateful for it. And it's going to be a, a game changer for, for this football program. Much like this building continues to evolve, so does your football team. Of course, uh, changes both on the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. You have to make some changes up front due to graduation. And you look at a right side of the line this year that will be made up of guys that had some playing time to some degree, but also some guys that last year you had Brian Dooley playing as a a freshman in a tight end role before he stayed back for the red shirt. How does that offensive line continue to one gel and also how do you continue to help develop that well you know we feel as though we had two really strong experienced talented players on the offensive line um, coming out of last year and then we've known that the group of offensive linemen um, there aren't guys in that group that just can't and won't ever play football here. That's just not the case. They, all of them, um, ha- have a chance to be really good players. And so, um, you know, we've spent from January till now bringing that group along, and they have come along. And, you know, we'll have the season now to, to measure that, to see how well um, we and they have done. But we feel really good. I mean, we, you got to put some question marks when you get asked by the media, you know, okay, these guys haven't played as much. This is a position group where, you know, we need guys to step up, and the offensive line has been one of those spots. And internally, you know, during camp, um, going against a very good defense um, every day and whatnot, we really feel good about where our offensive line has come. 
Very similar story. As you mentioned, you touched on the defensive line. Talented, but those guys, a lot of them were strong contributors. This year, they go to the starting role. How different is it sometimes when you go to ring that bell as a starter versus being a guy who's who's been a guy as a backup to come in on third down or whatever situation they might need? Well, you know, one way to look at it is, is you know, Max was a scout team player his freshman year. Jeremiah Harris played a little bit his, his freshman year, but those guys weren't starters from day one. And so at some point, you know, it, it was like, man, are they going to be able to step into that role? And they, they answered the bell, just like you just said. Kyle Rockwall was not a, you know, a four-year starter here. Um, you know, either was Jalen Pickett. Uh, and so that's, that's the national progression, natural progression of, of collegiate football. Um, it's, it's always a cycle and cyclical. Uh, we feel really good about the ability of the guys who are stepping into the, the starting role. Now you got to go do it. Uh, and you got to do it as a unit. And you got to do it as an entire defense. And you got to do it as an entire team. But, uh, you know, I've coached with Coach Nethery for many moons now. And I have complete faith in how he develops players and the system that he teaches and how guys can, can come along in that and, and be great. Here with head coach Chris Creighton as we are talking the season opener coming up this weekend against Coastal Carolina. And you look at it, there were some football games over the weekend that uh, one of them in Miami and Florida, I don't know if you got a chance to watch it, but in implementing game management and kind of situational abilities, the Hurricanes really struggled. They had 12 men on the field a couple times and, and false starts. How do you go about trying to simulate some of those to avoid some of those game management issues? Because football is one of the only sports you don't get a true scrimmage against another school to, to work some of, some of those kinks. We work hard at it. We work really hard at it. And it's difficult. It's a heck of a lot more difficult than people think. We've started two years ago, we started the entire season off with a delay a game penalty um, here at home. And you know, in practice, we've got the, the play clocks running and whatnot, but most, most downs, it's at 40 seconds. Well, when you start that first series, it's at 25 seconds. And so you better practice that. You better get on the field, and if you've got any, you know, shifts or motions or checks or anything like that, that time goes quick. Um, and, and so um, I did watch part of that game and was not throwing stones because that's something that, uh, you know, I definitely have not been perfect at. I think we've worked hard at it. Um, I think our guys uh, watching that game on Saturday night, you know, would ring true for them, all the things that we do to, to practice substitutions, where you're supposed to be on the sideline, how you're supposed to be standing, where you're supposed to be standing and um, listening to and just all of the, the process and protocol that we go through. Um, I hope seeing that game made it, again, ring true for them. It's an opportunity for you guys to go on the road to play a Coastal Carolina team that 5-7 and seven last year had an opportunity late in the year with a win or two here to, to go bowling in their first FBS year. Joe Moglia hangs them up after last year, and, and Jamie Chadwick comes in as a late replacement. They change over a lot of their staff and the roster. How does, difficult does it make it to prepare because they might still have some things that they did from last year, or he could go back to what he was running at Charleston Southern to a degree? It's, it's really all a guessing game uh, for us. You know, that's just one of the things about, about a first game. Um, it's challenging for everybody. You know, we've, we've made changes, um, you know, on both sides of the ball and special teams here that, that they're not going to know about. So you, in a first game, you've always got to be, you know, ready um, 
four things not to be as exactly as you've prepared, but definitely um, is there exas- is exacerbated by the fact that there are new coaches, someone new running the defense, um, and two new listed co-offensive coordinators. And so we really have to be good at what we do, and we're going to have to be great game day coaches. There's no question that that falls on us as a staff to make appropriate adjustments um, and to get it figured out quickly. They're listed as a spread option team, certainly not a the triple option or anything like that you may have seen from Georgia Southern or Army, but what challenges does the spread option create? Well, they, they do enough option and do it so well that um, you've, you better spend um, a lot of time knowing how to defend it because that's the, the first, quickest, and easiest way that can get you beat. Um, but, you know, one of, the, one of the things that makes them difficult is, you know, unlike some of the places that you, you talked about, they don't just do that exclusively. Uh, they're good at it, and it's a, a big portion of what they do, but they, they also can, can play spread football and whatnot. So um, it's a good scheme. They've got good people running it, and, and obviously coaches that are familiar with it and, and have a history with it. And so it's going be, to be tough to defend um, any time in the first game this season, even, even more so. And then last question for you. You look at this, it'll be the first time in FBS history that two teams that play on non-green fields will play each other. Uh, Going and playing on a playing surface that's teal and coming from a school that plays on a gray field, how difficult is it coming from an adjustment of of maybe eyesight? Because you've watched them on tape. It's a different color. I mean, does it have a gleam or a shine to it, much like maybe the gray out here would? I don't know. I mean, just never having been there, I, I don't know. I, I know that, you know, we go back and forth from gray to green when we go inside, um, and it doesn't doesn't cause us any problems. We're, we're definitely not, you know, worried about the color of the field. Coach, appreciate your time. Best of luck against the Chanticleers this weekend. Hey, thanks so much. Kyler and I return after this break. You're listening to the Eastern Sider Podcast. Looking for a ride? Trinity Transportation has the vehicle for you. From luxurious motor coaches to cozy sedans, Trinity Transportation is prepared to take you to your destination. Check out their fleet of vehicles at trinitytransportation.com or call 877-284-4200 to book today. That's trinitytransportation.com or 877-284-4200. Trinity Transportation, the official transportation provider of Eastern Michigan Athletics. Welcome inside the Coach's Corner segment of the Eastern Insider Podcast. I'm Kyler Ludlow. I'm sitting down with first-year head volleyball coach Darcy Dorton. Coach, exciting time. The preseason is finally coming to an end, and the non-conference schedule kicks off on Friday. You guys are heading out to Utah, only the third time that Eastern's ever been in the state of Utah to play. What is it about this tournament and all of your kind of non-conference schedule that ramps up to prepare you for MAC play? Yeah, so we're starting preseason with two really big trips. So first we'll go out to Utah State, and then our second weekend we go to Louisiana. So both of those are big travel trips for us, which obviously presents some difficulty in its own, right? But they should also be good tournaments that will allow us to get some of our freshmen and our newer players um, some really important experience on the court, and hopefully will be an opportunity for us to get everybody some good quality playing time. Uh, and then the last two weekends of the preseason schedule will, will be tough. Uh, we are returning home for third weekend where we will host Navy and we will also host Purdue Fort Wayne, which are really quality opponents that will really push us. Uh, and then we're going to Michigan, 
Michigan's always a tough one. And then fourth weekend, we wrap it up at Purdue. And Purdue has really put together a really competitive tournament. And so I'm excited about how we'll start out with two good tournaments that should get people experienced. And then we will finish with two really tough tournaments that will hopefully translate into us being prepared come MAC play. Well, the MAC tournament champions in 2018, a lot of momentum from that. Losing three seniors, sure, but returning a lot of players in key positions, bringing experience back across the front, in the back, et cetera. Uh, so, you know, who are some of the standouts that you're looking forward to having back as returners? We're returning a lot of experience in every position, thankfully. Uh, we'll be returning our big point scorer in Cassie Hout, who's a fifth-year senior for us and has been a part of the program for the entirety of um, how long I've been here. And then we're also returning a 6-2 setter in Riley Taylor. Um, she's run the 6-2 for us for the majority of the last three seasons, um, but she's also capable of running a 5-1 if that's the kind of offense that we end up running. And she's really grown as a leader. Also growing as leadership is Camille Schomer, who um, will likely be a starting libero for us. She has always been a leader in the weight room, and the work that she has put in in that has really translated to her being a leader in all areas of our program. And Ariel Hamby is the fourth senior who has uh, gained a lot of experience on the right side. She's a left-handed right side, which presents a lot of challenges um, for other teams to defend against a live arm like hers. Well, and beyond that, you have a team with a lot of people who have gained experience as youngsters. You have... April Houston and Frankie Streffling, who come back in as juniors, who really have a ton of experience uh, for two players, you know, who've been around the program for three years. Uh, what do you expect to get out of, you know, a class? It's only two people, uh, but they're two very important people. Yeah, between both Frankie and April, you're, you're going to be able to see a lot of experience with those two. Um, they've both played big time roles for our offense and on our defensive side too. Frankie is a back row player. April is a blocker. They both learned how to carry a lot of weight on the team, but are now learning to not just um, perform well, but also bring out good performances in other people. So Frankie and April in particular, yeah, they're ready to take on more than I think they've ever taken on before. Frankie, especially seeing the graduation of Jordan Smith last year, who uh, really turned into a huge point scorer for us on the outside. I know that Frankie's excited for the opportunity to carry a much bigger load offensively, but I know that both of them are able to not just do their jobs, but do their jobs really well. Well, and we'll have plenty of time to talk about the newcomers, especially excited to see and, and read about what they do on their first road trip so we can talk about them more in the future. But, you know, when push comes to shove, at the end of the day, tell us a couple of the things that you're excited about for this team going into defending a, a MAC tournament championship. As a first-year head coach, I can say that I'm pretty excited about everything to go with starting competition. This has been a tough preseason. We have really stretched our girls to not just be better volleyball players and improve the on-the-court stuff, but we've also stretched them to really improve as leaders um, and develop a lot of good on-the-court chemistry. So I'm really excited to just get to play some other opponents and really kind of test ourselves, not just in the practice gym and with what kind of skill sets we have, but also test ourselves as competitors and really see what this team is capable of. I think this team is capable of a lot. I think we are physically really in an outstanding place. We have the most depth on our roster that we've ever had. We have people competing for every single spot across the board. Um, and so I'm really kind of excited to see who falls into those spots and really um, 
really kind of figuring out the puzzle of what this team is going to be. But one more thing that I'm really excited about watching this year is I'm I'm really excited to watch this group of seniors grow. This group was the first group that I recruited as an assistant coach for, and in Cassie's case, five years ago uh, when we first brought them in. And to really watch them develop um, over the years, not just on the court as, as players, but to watch them grow into leadership roles and really grow into fine young, young women who uh, are not afraid to talk about their goals and not afraid to put themselves out there and fight, you know, fight for what they want. I'm really excited, really proud of the work that they've put in, and I really am looking forward to watching all that hard work pay off this season. Well, Coach, thanks so much for your time. Best of luck in Utah this week, Louisiana next week, and we'll talk to you down the line. Thank you, Kyler, and thank you to all of our podcast listeners. Hey, guys, it's Nicole Medios, and this is another segment of Peanuts Gallery. Today, I am joined with... Yannick. What's your last name? Schneider. <laughs> A little unusual for most listeners so i'm assuming where are you from let the people know where you're from i'm from germany germany where that's in, in europe in europe thank you for the yeah. little geography note yeah so you are also on the football team correct yeah what year are you i'm a senior a senior since so the final this season the last year, yeah. how do you feel about that um i don't know I feel good yeah are you excited or sad it's over or a bit of both um Below the bells. Yeah. And my body's taking a lot of hits. <laughs> well, yeah, I bet. And your, what's your position? I'm an old lineman. For people who don't know what that means, so what do you do? Like, what's your role? Uh, I protect the the guy with the ball, so like the quarterback or the running back. Yes, pretty important <clears throat> position, I would yep. think. Most yeah. important position. Oh yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> also, just want to say thank you and the football team. You guys all came out to uh, soccer's last game oh, yeah. on Thursday. <laughs> You guys are all rowdy and cheering. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I love when you guys come out. You guys scored right away when we came. Good luck. It means you have to come oh, yeah. every single home game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you said you're from Germany. Why did you pick Eastern? Uh, because Eastern was my only option. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried, I tried to – I just emailed everyone, every yeah. college. And then uh, Eastern was the only one answering. Oh, and. Nice. Well, they I, got I a good player. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Were you nervous to kind of come so far from where you grow up? Um, up? Yeah, kind of. Yeah? I mean, it's like you go away from like home for three years. Yeah, it's a big deal. It's a yeah, big definitely. change. Yeah. If there was like the biggest difference between here and where you grew up, what would that be? Um, I mean, it's a different language. Oh, yeah. And also, I don't know. It's just... Uh, in, in Germany, it's all like compact, everything's next to each other, and here it's all spread out. Um, you go everywhere with a car. Yeah. In Germany, I ride my bike all the time. Do you have a bike? Yeah. Is it motorized? No. No? I don't know. Some people, <laughs> I think of Europe, and I think of like motorized scooters, like everyone's no, on their little bike. I wish bike. I had a scooter, but I don't. <laughs> no, no scooter here. Um, if you could bring one thing from Germany or where you grew up to Eastern, what would that be? food, something, a favorite place at home you could bring over here, what would that be? Oof. Tough questions here. That is a tough question. <laughs> I, would, I would bring food. Yeah? Is there There's a certain a, dish that... Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. There's a thing called duna. Okay, what's it's that? Like kebab. But okay. It's like better. Oh, it's really all right. Good. It's my favorite food. <laughs> when I go home, I eat it every day. Oh, yeah? <laughs> 
All right, and then, so you're German. Can you teach us some German words right now? Let's educate our listeners. Okay. So what's a, a, like, a popular phrase? Or like, hey, what's hey in German? Hello. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's hello in, in German. Okay, what about, like, go Eagles or something like that? Uh, we would say go Eagles. Oh, you would? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay, then what's a word you could teach us, or teach me right now? Um, you could say, um, wie geht's? That's how you doing. Okay, cool. Or, um, auf geht's. Okay. Let's, let, let's go. All right. You ever pump that out while you're playing football and everyone just turns to time. you and goes, what are you saying? No, they all know it. <laughs> you're teaching the team some like, new languages. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah? Not only the best words. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. And you guys are going to Carolina for your first game, right? Yeah. And are you excited for that? That Definitely. should be hot. But awesome to go to. That'd yeah. be fun. We've been practicing in the bubble all the time. Yeah, I hear you guys loud music as we practice. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. How's yeah, that been in the bubble? It gets up to like 105 degrees in there. Oh, it's just wow. so hot. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Get you well, ready for the heat. I guess. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me. No problem. Uh, I'm Nicole Remedios, and this was Peanuts Gallery. And that'll do it for another episode of the Eastern Insider Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. Remember, you can follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all at EMU Athletics. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or wherever you download your podcast from. And you can catch us on emueagles.com slash podcast. For Greg Steiner, I'm Kyler Ludlow. Have a good week.